The following program is listener-supported through Consider His Word Ministries. Consider His Word. Consider His Word. Consider His Word. From the heart of the Florida Everglades, this is the Consider His Word radio program. Today we want to encourage you to consider what God says in His Word, the Bible. I'm Pastor Arlen Payne inviting you to join us as we open the Scripture together and consider His Word. Welcome to Consider His Word and Merry Christmas. You're either hearing this broadcast on Christmas Day or very close to Christmas Day. And so we're going to kind of take a break from our study in Revelation and talk about Christmas memories. You go back to Deuteronomy uh, chapter 4 and toward the end of the chapter at verse 32, the Bible says this, For ask now of the days that are past, which were before thee since the day that God created man upon the earth, and ask from the one side of heaven and to the other whether there have been any such thing as this great thing or hath been heard like it. The Bible tells us to go back and remember. A very similar verse is over in Deuteronomy chapter 32 and verse 7. It says, Remember the days of old. Consider the years of many generations. Ask thy father, and he will show thee thy elders, and they will tell thee. What I'd like to do today is think about Christmas memories. Before I get to all of that, the very first thing I want to do is read the Christmas story. One of the things that we did with our children, and one of the things that I especially have great memories of, is on Christmas morning before we open any presents. Now, we did not do the Santa Claus thing. We did not tell our kids about Santa Claus. We didn't lie to our kids about Santa Claus. Santa never brought anything to our house. Now, we did talk about him. They would see him at the mall, but they knew that he was a false character. We never told them that lie. And I hear today many other young parents are jumping on that same baton wagon and not lying to their kids about Santa Claus. If you want to do that, you go right ahead. But we just did not do that. So on, on Christmas morning, before we had opened any presents, before we'd have breakfast, we'd take the, the Word of God And together we would read the Christmas story and about what Christmas was really all about. The funny thing was is that by the time they were all in upper elementary school, I guess around 12 or so, they could quote it. We would start reading and they had it memorized. It was really something to hear. And I I, I love that and I love remembering when our children would quote the Christmas story as we read it. So let's go over to Luke chapter 2. And read through the Christmas story for Christmas Day. The Bible says, And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea, under the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David. To be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. 
And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And there shall be a sign unto you, you shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Hope that you take a few moments. If you have children in your home or just a husband and wife, or even just by yourself, to take a few minutes and remember why Jesus came to begin with. Go back and read the story again. Now, when the angels came, they they told the shepherds exactly who Jesus was and what they were to look for, that he would be the Savior of the world. And the shepherds went to see it. Uh, there was no mistaking about who it was. In verse 10, I want to go back and read this again. The angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Certainly Jesus came to be our Savior. What do we mean by Savior? That one day he would die on an old rugged cross. There pay the price for our sin and Raise again the third day, giving us salvation, saving us from sin, saving us from hell, and in some ways saving us from ourselves. And the Savior came. His name was Jesus. And for us, reading this Christmas story in Luke 2 is one of our great memories of our children growing up. Now, we did many other things. Uh, one of the things that we would do is uh, usually when our children were growing up, I was teaching school or I was busy pastoring a church. But on the day after Thanksgiving, <laughs> yeah, what do they call it now, Black Friday? We would go out on that day and we would go to a Christmas store or we would go to a convenience store of some kind or, or a, a big box store. And there we would take the children out and let them buy a Christmas ornament. They could pick the ornament, whatever they wanted, and there were many to choose from. Now, we'd try to get ahead of it so that there would, there would be plenty there. And they would look and look and look, and finally, one by one, they would find an ornament. We would take it home, 
write their name on it and write the year that we purchased it and put it on the tree. We'd put up our tree, by the way, usually when we got home and, and we'd go out to eat somewhere. And, and those Christmas ornaments now, uh, what we did with them is, is when they grew up and they got married, we took those ornaments and packed them in the box and gave them to them. So that when they opened that box of ornaments, they had a memory of their Christmases and our home all through the years. Now, if you're a young parent, I would encourage you to do this. And it will give your children memories for years to go back. And, and, and they still, when we see them as they were getting older, before we gave them the ornaments, they would take them out and say, Oh, I remember this one. And one by one, they would go through them. And remember when we would go out and buy them. We created some Christmas memories. Memories for our children and to this memory for ourselves as well. I think about my own memories in growing up as a child in the Midwest where uh, Christmas was, it was so exciting. The, the anticipation was, uh, was almost more than I could handle. Boy, we would count down the days to Christmas. And somehow we would gather with all of our family either we would go and gather with my grandparents, or they would come to our house. Often we would go there, and our cousins would come, and our, our tradition was that we would open presents to each other on Christmas Eve. And then on Christmas morning is when we would share the gifts from our family. Now, we did the Santa Claus thing until we figured out that there really was no Santa Claus, that it was somebody made up, that he was fictitious, if you would. But I have those great memories of growing up. And my dad would tell me about his Christmases. And when we would sit there with, I don't know, several toys or several gifts that we would get. He would tell us about when he was growing up in the Midwest on a farm. He was one of 13 children. He'd say, well, I remember growing up that we would get maybe an orange or maybe a few nuts or maybe a piece of fruit. And, and that was it. That was their Christmas Sometimes I wonder if it would do well if we returned to that. I know a lot of our children would be awful disappointed. We've got to keep the emphasis on the Lord Jesus Christ. So we have those memories. I have those memories of my dad and of my family, my children growing up. And even today, we still try to create memories for our grandchildren. And what we do with our grandchildren is, and I have four grandchildren. Three of them live in other cities. But at the beginning of the month, actually, usually early in the year, I find some Advent calendars. I try to find Advent calendars. Now, you know what these are. These are calendars that have little doors on them. I try to find them with verses on them, with Scripture on them when I can. It's getting more and more difficult. And every day in December, we call them up. And together, we open our Advent calendars. We read the Scripture together. And they love it. Even my oldest grandchild, she's approaching 16 years old, can't wait for the phone call from her grandpa and her grandma to open the Advent calendar for that day. My youngest, I think her mom, now they live far away from us, but we see them every day in December. We open those Advent calendars, and I think her mom enjoys that as well. Creating some Christmas memories. And here's something I want you to remember. We create the memories in our families, in our homes, with our children and our grandchildren. 
But we must not forget that Jesus came because God loved us so much. You've heard the verse before, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should have should not perish but have everlasting life. God so loved the world. In Romans the Bible says but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners Christ died for us. We must not lose sight that the whole reason for Christmas is the birth of Jesus Christ. Now I know there's a lot of controversy about whether or not Jesus was born in December. You know it doesn't matter. We celebrate his birth, we celebrate his coming, and we remember it was because that God loved us. He loved you so much that he would send his only son to this world to die a sinner's death on an old rugged cross. And the question I have now is, do you believe it? I don't know how people celebrate Christmas without Christ and without recognizing why he came. He came so that we could be born again, so that we could be saved and have a home in heaven with him. And so I would challenge you with this. Do you trust Christ as your Savior? Have you repented of your sin, invited him into your life, followed him, and made him your Lord and Savior? I hope this Christmas season you'll make the memories for your children and your grandchildren and your family. But most of all, remember, God loves you. God bless you. Thanks for listening today. Like us on Facebook and visit our website at considerhisword.org. This is Pastor Arlen Payne saying, Till next time, God bless you as you consider His Word. The preceding program was listener-supported through Consider His Word Ministries.